This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. When the nights get cold and the lights go out, the sun is gone behind the clouds, and you feel lost, and I'll reach out to guide you home with my lighthouse. Oh, Welcome to Lighthouse of Hope. I'm your host, Michael Gempseed. I'm so glad you're joining us today. This is the Christmas edition of Lighthouse of Hope. On this show, I want to look at some of the real values of Christmas. And I want to look at this in a slightly deeper way, maybe, than some other people do. First of all, I'd like to tell you that I think every Christmas for the last at least 23, maybe 24 Christmases, I've either read the book A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens or watched several movie versions. Uh, some Christmases I even watch eight or nine versions of this. And I love the story. For those of you that don't know, A Christmas Carol is about a miser, Ebenezer Scrooge. He's a ruthless man. He has no mercy and no love in his heart. During the night, he's visited by three ghosts. They get him to look at his life differently. And at the end of the book, he changes. He becomes an incredibly warm and generous person. And to me, that's the true meaning of Christmas. And I think it's really easy to say that, but sometimes we really forget about that. And so on the show, I want to look at what the concepts like uh, kindness and generosity really mean. I think the word kindness is thrown around a lot today. And yet, if I'm honest... I don't actually see a kinder world than we had 20 or 30 years ago. One of the things that some people preach is tolerance, and then if someone disagrees with them, we attack them on social media. We bring them down, sometimes we end their career. And I've got to ask in all this, where is the kindness? It is easy to be kind to people that love you and treat you well, But what about some of the people that don't? I know it's a bit of a controversial subject, but I'd like to bring up the vaccines. I think a large part of kindness is how do we treat people that have a different view from yourself? I'm not going to go um, into whether people should or shouldn't be vaccinated. Um, I will state that I am. But what I'm seeing is hatred on both sides. If you are vaccinated, there seems to be this terrible hatred against people that have not had the vaccine. And if people have not had the vaccine, again, there can be this terrible, terrible hatred. And instead of becoming a society that really does embrace tolerance, we seem to be becoming a society that is becoming more and more divided. So at some point, uh, probably in the next month, you're going to start thinking about New Year's resolutions. And I was just looking on the internet for what a lot of people choose. And when it comes to New Year's resolutions, most people choose things like, I want to lose weight, I want to get out of debt, I want to um, start a business or something like that. And I looked through several pages and several lists, and nowhere did I find to be a kinder person to make the world a better place. And if we actually want that, we need to start with ourselves. 
And sometimes that can be really difficult. Let's take the vaccines again. What I'm seeing is there are some incredibly strong and passionate views on both sides. And instead of being able to debate this, we just seem to be attacking each other. And so I really encourage you to have a think about the real meaning of Christmas. And if you want to show generosity to people, sometimes it has to start with people that you don't agree with. Sometimes it has to start with people that you find really difficult. If we want kindness, we can't just say, well, I'll be kind to the people that agree with me and I find it easy to get along. Kindness actually involves building bridges. And maybe you want the other person to come halfway. Maybe they're not willing to do that. But you can start. You can at least make an effort to try and reach out to people. Sometimes that's not easy. In fact, sometimes that can be incredibly difficult. But we must reach out to people, sometimes that have different views from us. Because otherwise we're ending up in this world where if someone disagrees with us on something, we block them on social media, we attack them, sometimes we demand their resignation. And I've got to ask, what sort of world are we heading into? You know, I recently had a son that was born, he was born in March, and I think I think about the world that he's going to grow up in, I do not want him to be in a world that is full of hate. If someone disagrees with something he says, I want people to embrace him. I'm to listen to Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by um, Michael Ball and Alfie Bow, and it's one thing for us to have a Merry Christmas, but a big part of actually making ourselves happy is actually showing generosity to other people. I'll continue this when we come back from the song. Christmas future is far away Christmas past is past Christmas present is here today Bringing joy that will last Have yourself a merry little Christmas Let your heart be light From now on our troubles will be out of sight Have yourself a merry little Christmas Make the Yuletide gay From now on our troubles will be miles away Here we are as in olden days Happy golden days of yore Faithful friends who are dear to us Gather near to us once more Through the years we all will be together If the fates 
reflecting on how attitudes have changed and I'd like to look at um, political views for a second. Um, let's take the American system, it's possibly a little less political here than it is over there, uh, but in the US there are two major political parties, there's the US and there's the Democrats and in the past uh, people used to have lots of friends that um, voted for a different political party than them and this was seen as one part of someone's life and it was seen as something that you could disagree on. And you could still meet with people, you could still associate people, um, you could even marry people that uh, really disagreed with you. And then I'm not exactly sure what happened maybe in the last decade, maybe particularly in the last five years. There seems to have been a real change where now a lot of people think that, well, if someone doesn't vote the same way I do, I cannot have friends that don't align with my political views. And so we've changed from your political views being one part of your life to suddenly defining it. And what I'm seeing is that we seem to be making more and more excuses or reasons to divide ourselves. We seem to be coming up with more reasons to separate ourselves. Most people look back with horror at what happened in the 1960s and before then in America with segregation. But aren't we doing that today? Aren't we finding so many more reasons to be divided than being united? This might be a hard thing to do, but I want you to have a look at, you know, who are some of the people that you really disagree with, some of the people that you really find hard to be around? You know, are they people that have a different political view, a different religious view or something like that? And uh, many people uh, grew up in an environment where they're told, don't discuss religion and politics. 
you know, the problem is a lot of people don't know how to discuss those things. I don't know if you've heard of Thomas Aquinas, but some people consider him um, one of the greatest philosophers ever to live. And instead of um, when he tried to refute something that he disagreed with, he started off by trying to find the strongest argument against it, and then would try and refute it from there. And that's a really interesting point of view, because in order to do that, you actually have to learn about the other side. And too often what we're seeing now is, say, if you're in New Zealand and you vote for national, you think people that vote for Labour are stupid or vice versa. And we're not taking the time to examine other viewpoints. We're just writing these people off. We seem to be getting more and more extreme in this. And so if you actually want to do something good for Christmas, start with yourself. There's lots of people you can't change, but you can start with yourself. We need to think about this as a society. As a society, we need to start understanding that some people can have a different point of view from us, and we can still be friends with them. We can still talk to them. We can still be civil to them. If we make certain groups outcasts in society, well, that only makes people more bitter and it drives them underground. And if you know anything about some of the worst conflicts of the 20th century, you'll know that that doesn't end well. If we want to stop some of these things, it starts with ourselves. And we must reach out to people that, you know, we don't always agree with. We don't always find easy to be around. It can be really difficult at times. And sometimes it's not that easy. And sometimes you might need to form a lot of bridges. I was recently watching a documentary um, about the sinking of the turpits in uh, World War II. And at the end of that documentary, it said there were um, German and British fighters that quite a few years after the war, they actually got together and they became friends. And I mean, you can imagine the hatred that both sides must have had for each other during that war. I mean, it's just such an unimaginable horror what happened there. And yet many of those people put aside what are staggering differences. And they were able to see through that and work towards friendship. Maybe rather than spending time buying presents this year, perhaps you could try and focus on other examples of that. There's plenty of other examples where people uh, made bridges, where people uh, did things that were really difficult. One of the people I've been learning about lately is Daryl Davis. He uh, he was a black man in America, and uh, a lot of people that have darker skin, they do not want anything to do with the KKK. This man, he researched them. He got to know them. He went up to them. He made a point of seeking them out. And instead of attacking them, he listened. He talked to them. He treated them with humanity. And it's believed that he may have helped 200 people leave the KKK. 200 people. That's extraordinary. His book is Clandestine, K-L-A-N, Clandestine Relationships. And that shows the power of relationships. 
you know, you don't actually convert anyone by attacking them on social media, telling them they're stupid, evil, or whatever they are. It's not how you change people. It's not how you win friends. It's how you divide a society. So I really encourage you, look at examples like this. There's hundreds of them throughout history. really encourage you to look for examples like this and in whatever small way you can, if there's people that you've said, well, don't like those people, you've cut people out of Facebook, maybe try and reconsider that. Kindness, I think we have this idea that kindness is this warm, fluffy thing and you feel really good inside. I'm going to challenge that because I think being kind is really difficult. And to be honest, often being kind to people does not make you feel good. It can be really tough. We've got to get away from this sort of warm, fluffy kindness idea, but it's actually a lot more difficult to that. To show kindness to someone sometimes means you've got to put up with some pretty uncomfortable feelings. But if we're willing to do that, we can make a huge difference. Beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look in the five and ten It's glistening once again With candy canes and silver lanes aglow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store but the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your own front door. A pair of hop-along boots and a pistol that shoots is the wish of Bonnie and Ben. Dolls that will talk and will go for a walk is the hope of Janice and Jen. And Mom and Dad can hardly wait for school to start again. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. There's a tree in the Grand Hotel, one in the park as well. The sturdy kind that doesn't mind the snow. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Soon the bells will start. And the thing that will make them ring is the carol that you sing right within your heart. The prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your own 
we all know how to make enemies and unfortunately we seem to be getting better at this as time goes on we seem to be finding more and more reasons to make enemies to divide people to put up walls and to put up barriers this has got to stop where's where's this going to lead where is this going to lead so we've made enough enemies lately. Let's start changing this. Let's start working at real kindness and real friendship. As I said, this is not always so easy. You want to give someone a Merry Christmas? Don't buy them a present. Find someone that's a social outcast. Find someone that's lonely. Find someone that doesn't have many friends. If you're busy and you've got lots of stuff to do, to be honest, it's not that important. Most important thing is relationships in this world. If you want to really bring Christmas to people, yes, you can put up your tree and yes, you can put some lights in your house and things like that. But if you really want to bring the spirit of Christmas, it's going to involve difficulty. It's not easy. It can be hard. So have a think now, what can I do to change this? Who is someone that I can reach out to that maybe I really disagree with? Maybe I really don't like them that much. Maybe their political views, their religious views, their ideology, whatever it is. Maybe I find that really difficult. <laughs> Try and reach out to those people. We've got to be able to form friendships and connections as a society. I gave you lots of examples before. If you Google something like friends that became enemies, lots of examples will come up. And you could use that as a basis of something you will do. If you have children, I beg you, teach them not to exclude people. Not to cast people out. And not to make demons of people. I just look at some of the things on social media and what are tiny differences get turned into catastrophic differences. We can't do that. We have got to work together. So a couple of thoughts on friendship. You don't have to agree with everyone. You don't have to always like everything someone says. But part of our humanity is being, over to, is being able to overcome our comfort. If you want a New Year's resolution for 2022, forget about losing weight, forget about starting a business, all those things, yep, they can be done later. But there's one thing our world needs now. It really needs genuine kindness and genuine love. And as I've said, none of those things are easy. They're really difficult. They can make you feel nervous. You might be listening to this and think, oh, I'm not the right person to this. I can't do this. I'm no good at this. I'm not like some of those examples you gave. It's not you. Who else is it? 
you need to make a start. I don't know who my listeners are, but I think there's several thousand people that listen to this show each week or each month. Imagine if just that group of several thousand people could just choose one person that they've built a barrier with, they've built a wall, and this Christmas, they reach out to those people. That'd be an amazing Christmas gift to the world. It's far better than some stupid secret Santa thing that you buy at the $2 shop that's made of cheap plastic, and then you don't use it anymore. What I'm asking is not easy. It's difficult. It's really difficult. But I, I really do worry about what's happening and how divided we've become and how much hatred there can be. So this Christmas, let's start to change things. When the nights get cold and the lights go out The sun is gone behind the clouds And you feel lost and I'll reach out to guide you home